everybody welcome back to another episode of the fn story my name's somebody's gun joined alongside immature immature gamer he is a map creative map maker developer as some may say and a mastermind a wizard in the creative space so how's it going man it's good thank you for that introduction <laughs> i don't know about all that um but no i try and uh <laughs> how are you doing man i'm good it's been a, a nice week the new season been trying out some shorts they've been kind of popping on my youtube channel i've been excited for that but um yeah how first of all how have you felt about the new season because for you it's probably a little different vision as how you look at things okay well for the new season i've actually i got to play a little bit of it i'm in between some projects so that are due this end of this week so i've had to like control my time but i've been wanting to play but what i have played of it um it's pretty fun i think um the new you know uh, evo chrome i think they're called weapons are i think really interesting but they didn't add those guns to creative Oof. so like it kind of i'm kind of get upset so I, I make a lot of comp based maps and so when um i try to keep the loot pool up to date right but when they don't let us get those guns then it's, it's kind of hard so i I do get a little upset on Epic, but I also understand, you know, it's a new gun or and they want people to play BR as well. So uh, I get it. But yeah, so far, I, I haven't got to play. What do you, you think on it? Have, how um, much have you played? I've played a good bit. Been trying to, the new season's always a, a big grind for me because I try and learn things um, as far as like tips and tricks, new POIs, drop spots, all that kind of stuff. Um, don't worry about the Evo Chrome shotgun. Nobody in comp is picking that up you okay. are not going to need to put that right. in the map the ar is pretty good though uh especially once okay. you get it upgraded to the blue because it goes from two shots to three in a burst and it's it just get, keeps getting better and better and it's interesting because we have like these evo now the more damage you put out the better the weapons get and that's the first time we've seen something introduced like that and there's yeah. clearly a ton that the game can do and i'm sure you've already started getting those gears turned as to what you could do in creative as well oh oh for sure for sure and i mean i think that that gun i mean i'm wondering one if that gun was like we also saw that oh man i'm gonna lose it. Uh, i don't know what it's called but it's the it's the new port of fort is what i'm gonna call it but it's like the it looks like there are a lot of stuff they're they're gearing towards no builds you mm -hmm. know like i think the, i wonder if those guns are or they had no build in mind um, when when they designed those. But um, as far as creative, it did get my thoughts thinking of how I could maybe recreate and creative those guns, even though we don't have them. Um, you actually posted, which I thought was cool, was the amount of damage that for each upgrade on those weapons on on your Twitter. And so I um, I think I retweeted about I we don't actually have a way in in Fortnite creative to. We can we can signal when someone is eliminated, but we, we can't tell how much like technically how much damage they are, or we can't signal. So like hmm. you know if they take whatever hundred damage, we can't really like get get an alert to the game to tell us oh let's give them a better weapon. So um, sorry, I'll try to not be as nerdy. I'll try <laughs> to keep the Fortnite creative talk uh, you know to anyone. <laughs> I'm sure a majority of these people may or may not know stuff about creative. Um, 
Bro, that's why you're here. I okay. I don't want you to come here to, and like talk about physics or like yeah. chemistry. I, you know, I, you're a Fortnite creative person um, okay. who's made some awesome maps. So I want to learn about that. And yeah. I'm sure other people do, whether or not it's everyone that's fine. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but for you, like, how did you even get started in making maps? Because... There's so many different avenues you could go with Fortnite. And when Creative yeah. first came out, it seemed like you were on it pretty quickly. Yeah. So, look, and, and when, I will talk about Creative, okay? But I'll, I'll try to keep the nerdy jargon <laughs> um, <laughs> down. I'll, I'll, but anyway, so how I got started, um, look, I kind of, you know, like a lot, very similar path. I was very into competitive Call of Duty. Um, like, game battles like umg i would i would pub stomp like uh i started making a youtube channel around around that and um then they started you know i'm gonna get a lot of hate for this um but i'm actually a jetpacker call of duty jetpacker I actually hate boots on the ground call of duty even though like ghost was my first i was ranked number three in the world for a gun game Okay. Actually, you could see it in Ghost. You could see my name, like if you look you back, you could look the stats in the world. It was, it was crazy, but uh, anyway, that's. I'm I sorry that like, it was Ghost, though. It, it Ghost, I didn't mind. It was a pretty good COD, but yeah, it was. Um, you know, I I think a lot of people think it's. You know, they have their opinions about Ghost, but it's good and bad. But then once Advanced Warfare came out, whoo, in which everyone hates that that Call of Duty. I know yep. we're on a Fortnite podcast talking about Call of Duty, anyway, <laughs> but uh. We, um, so anyway, I started, um, the can I think it was World War II. Was that the, the Call of Duty that came out? Anyway, it was, it was all right. I just didn't get it. But Fortnite kind of started popping off at that time, um, or was just coming out. And, uh, my friends were like, let's go play Battle Royale. I think like everyone has this story. Like a friend's like, hey, let's go play this new free Battle Royale. And it was, I actually have like video of my first time playing, which is even crazier, which is kind of okay. cool about fortnite but uh it's embarrassing <laughs> it's so bad like no one built back then you know what i mean that was back yeah. when no one built um and dude i just started falling in love because that was kind of my first go with um battle royale style you know um i didn't get into PUBG or oh what was that zombie was there a zombie type one mm, I'll, I'll remember it later but anyway so yeah i uh started jumping into um Fortnite and just fell in love with playing it and I wanted to get better and uh do you, so do you remember this do you remember having to go because you you've played from like the start too right yeah not like day one but probably yeah. chapter or season two before creative was a thing you played yes. so that's 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 all so remember you would go to tilted towers you would everyone would farm you'd go into like playground with your friend you'd go to tilted towers you'd farm all of your mats find your guns and then you'd make your own 1v1 yes and you, that was like the first 1v1s and i remember i was watching ninja i watched all the pros back then um were doing that as well and so um anyway creative came out and i wanted to get better at the game and i started making um like aim aim edit courses and I ended up posting them to YouTube and they just popped off. Like people really love my maps. I didn't even have a way to share a code. I was literally like, <laughs> Hey, at this time I'll have my lobby open. You can come join and just play my map. Like I just, that's how it was back then. I couldn't even share it. Um, 
but soon enough with i started making some maps in in youtube and in my uh i got over a thousand subscribers got my sack um code and then um uh, you know it just took off from there and then uh i had my first map that like really popped off was the most advanced 1v1 and i got um you know this was three years ago now three um it got a million views um on youtube Jeez. and it, it just like went crazy and and um the, the map we didn't really have analytics back then so i i actually don't i know it did insane numbers i just don't know like <laughs> how how well it did i can't i don't have a metric on it but um from there it just kind of like um just sparked something i knew i had something crazy here so uh um yeah that that really like showed me one about how crazy creative was because this this was back when fortnite it was popular but it wasn't you know as it is today um a household name i don't think at that point um but yeah i just you know for me as a fortnite creator i always um this is a long-winded answer by the way sorry about that hey it's a but, podcast uh, you're supposed yeah. to be talking don't worry <laughs> but to, to bring it all in i just started you know with creative i found something that uh basically what was there a problem of right what what when i make my maps it's, i always think it's not you know oh this guy made that map it's popular i'm gonna go make it that's that's generally not my uh my ideas on making things it's what is missing out of this map or what's time consuming so for instance let's go back to tilted when we were freaking we you know i think the server time was like 30 minutes we had an hour or something i remember so you had to hurry like get all your mats and farm and then you know anyway so when creative came out i was like well I hate that farming spot, uh, farming thing. So let's make, you know, you give everyone wood, you give everyone, um, I put every gun in the game where you could choose from. Um, and then, you know, what's the, what back then you had to like pickaxe your builds after your fight to break them. But I, you know, we had these bots in the game and I actually fashioned bots under the ground and I put like floors over them and they would shoot up. And it would actually break your wall, so it would have atom automatic. It would automatically have build reset. Mm -hmm. It would automatically build reset. Um, and then um, this was, you know, this was a little after Creative first came out. We um, we actually they just came out with channels, a channel system, which is, you know, basically, um, I, I try to how to explain it, but like basically just like an on off, like your controller. You have think about like a remote control. You have like eight buttons on it. If you press on, like, you know, you press the on button, it turns your TV on. Like, that's all these triggers and receivers do on, on this device. But we had a max of only eight we could do. And uh, I created, like, a barrier that would go down to, and, and sent, using sounds to, like, for a 1v1 start. So all the, basically what I did was just really mainstream and make all the time-consuming tasks for 1v1s just easy. And so that is why that pop that map got really really popular in its time and i've always just kept on that path like with zomore any any map i make i just like what's the pain points like we with zomores in the day like we, you had people flying in the sky with stink bombs throwing it that's the zone coming and like you had to have manual timers <laughs> to move this was turtle wars back in the day by the way it was yeah. in zone wars. um you know and obviously now you have storms like this is just like you know, this is how long I've been in, in the game, right? But, um, you know, if any any aspiring people out there um, looking to creative, definitely look for an issue. Look for those why, you know, a way to, um, 
you know, optimize or innovate on those popular game modes. And I can guarantee you, you can you probably see some success. So yeah, man, that's kind of like my start into creative. Um, and very interesting. And wild. Yep. Thank so you. you, Don Wazi said a very similar thing. He like wanted an aim trainer because as a controller player, he couldn't use Kovacs. So he made his own one. And then for you, it's like you wanted a 1v1 without having to farm out tilted and then <laughs> reset those every time. And that's why you started. So it's like, you were filling your own like need for something within the game and recognized how to do that in creative. And obviously you've come much further now. We'll talk yeah. about some of the maps that you've created and probably millions of people have seen at this point. Um, but it's interesting that you had that drive or initiative to just simply go fix something that you thought was a problem within creative and even developing further and further trying to figure out what exactly works uh i wish i had that same drive but especially back then i'd be right there with you but no i have no idea what to do in creative especially now with all the the constant updates i feel like it's way too much it's not that yeah of course if you started earlier there was a lot less things it was a lot less easier i mean there just wasn't i mean here's the other thing too it's like you've seen now creative and all these crazy maps right so like that's your you know i don't know your you know that's that's the pinnacle like that's what you're looking at but back then like your all maps look like crap so whatever you <laughs> made there i mean there were don't get me wrong there were some maps that looked okay for what they were but it was a definitely easier to get into but i will say this fortnite out of any ugc platform roblox is the easiest to start and it's a whole new system. You don't need coding. And again, this is currently now, um, you know, Creative 2.0 or Unreal Fortnite um, isn't released yet. We don't know what we're getting with, with that. But as a, you know, as we're currently talking today, I feel like anyone could easily jump in. And I mean, you know, shameless plug here. I don't even have to plug myself, but there's so much stuff on YouTube. Um, you know, a lot of people actually got their start on uh, making creative from building. I've made tutorials off those 1v1 maps so uh i mean actually huge name some maps that are actually like the most played maps right now come from my tutorial hmm. <laughs> so uh on 1v1s but anyway i know we're talking i make other things than 1v1s but um it's easy man don't don't be scared get in there <laughs> <laughs> you do it you can do it okay you won't plug yourself but it's immature on youtube um you can find <laughs> yeah. him yeah I, there's lots of lots of tutorials out there <laughs> yeah he yeah. does a, a lot of stuff that will help you in creative if you're like me trying to figure out what the heck is going on um so let's talk about like your your maps now i mean what yeah. is the most active map that you currently have out there so my most active map that was just made by Immature, not a brand deal, um, is probably my new Infinite Zone Wars map. Um, it has uh, anywhere, you know, my concurrence on that are about 500 players, um, you know, at any given time, up on up. Um, and that, okay. um, and 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 this map was made in the Discovery area, which is a very a lot harder to you know get your map seen uh, actually um it, currently in this state it, it's always changing but yeah so that's my my most popular map but like brand deal wise map um you know it's probably legends landing which um epic 
um, hired my company Catalyst to uh, build that experience. We, um, I, yeah, I brought on a few few other creators um, to help me with that one. You, you know, probably most notably, it'd be Enigma. A lot of people, um, you know, especially back in the day, played you know Downhill River is like one of the most popular zone wars ever. Um, um, he helped with uh, Game on the Map, and then Fatal, which uh, he's an incredible artist. Probably one of, one of the probably he is one of the best. <laughs> creative artists in the game and, and and you've been have you you've been in the legends landing oh you yeah i've definitely out? checked oh, it out okay okay yeah and maybe uh everyone listening so legends landing is the comp hub and home for you know all things competitive and they um stream even all the events and it's a more of an interactive space um it's it's very very cool there's also some aim training box fighting um and it lives in the epic tab so you don't have to find let's go into the epic like where you go br keep going over you'll find legends landing check it out um anyway yeah so it, it was a, it's a fun project in a, a a really cool map so it I'm is and for me it's especially cool because i've been on the broadcast side so like to see myself in fortnite is one of the coolest experiences that i've gotten so far um and the map itself is cool like even if you don't want to just like join in and watch the broadcast there's a ton of other things like i think there's box fights that you could do and like different activities if you want to just jump in like play while you're in there so you guys did a good job of mixing the pure competitive side with also some things that maybe some competitive viewers would want to keep them on that map and my favorite thing is the Hall of Champions, I believe it yeah. is what it's called, yeah. which, you know, up until now, we haven't had that in-game, here are everyone that has won an FNCS, and to enshrine the people that have won within the game, I think is something so cool, and I don't know any other game that necessarily can say that, so another yeah. shout out to Fortnite there. Big time. Yeah, oh. they... Um... Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say that that you know, Legend Landing Two was not just Catalyst. Man, it was a big, big effort from the competitive side. Uh, lots of people had input. Um, it was uh, a, definitely a big group effort. And I'll, I want to shout out actually Sundown. Um, for so the All Star. I don't know if you remember the um, FNCS All Stars. I so do. they had like yeah. So and that was a fun event. So we also Catalyst was hired to. Um, that event as well or to, to make the maps for that event um but we actually we made a hub and i remember sundown back then was we were he was wanting to do a shrine at that at that time um we just didn't we just didn't didn't fit in at that time so it was perfect for legends landing and plus now you know legends landing actually is permanent not not like just a hub for a week right so uh um no shout out shout out to to sundown for that one no it was it was a good idea and I'm, I'm i love it i do love that hall you get to see everyone who wins um and you can even see right now it, there's a blank spot for the uh fncs invitational so we'll okay. see who, who do you think's gonna win that oh boy this is a conversation that has been had on this podcast many of times oh, okay okay um, my bad. <laughs> I, th uh -oh. I think um my prediction is malibuka and mustache I've probably said a few different names now that I've like <laughs> got over it several times, but also things have changed too. We finally get to see what map we're playing on for the most part. You know, we still yeah. got two, two ish months. So who knows what that exactly will look like. And 
the drop spots are also huge. So it seems like mm-hmm. everyone's trying to claim condo now and the other POIs have kind of cleared out. So we'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll stick with Malibu or stash. I think they're a really good yeah. duo. Uh, but you know, I'll ask you the same question. Who who you feeling for that? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, look, I don't, I, there's so like, I watch comp, but I don't, I had like, except back, like probably like about a year or two ago. Like I, I haven't, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I have not really delved into the comp, like knowing who the best players is to, to make a, to make that educated guess. Um, okay. so I'm just going to say ditto on what you said. <laughs> um, but you, you reminded me of a funny story though, because for when we were building the all-star maps, so one of just an edit course is the first of its kind where you compete next side by side where you're you just edit in the fastest edit wins and mm-hmm. we're this was a big prize pool and there was you know um you know all the pros ben, benji was there um I'm, there's a pretty pretty much every pro you could think of was there and i remember when we were building those maps um we were testing it with um you know one of the other partners and they were like this is just too long um you know it takes <laughs> this many minutes and, and we uh, well, I don't want to put anyone on blast, <laughs> but it was always the production team, and I just said their name. <clears throat> but they um, were saying it was too long. We, you know, we had this amount, slot amount of time for the show, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, just, just, just let me grab a perfect pro to test this. You know, let me show you, like, because I've done this with maps. I know, um, you know, I people underestimate how crazy the. Um, and and what I grabbed, I didn't grab a, a pro in the, we couldn't grab a pro that was obviously going to compete because that's not fair at the time. So I right. actually, everyone knows Raider 464. Mm-hmm. He's insane. And and now he makes maps. Um, but he would, back then he was just a super fast editor. Anyway, the dude like just blew through the map in like half the time as these <laughs> like, they're, they're like sweats they had, you know, and it was, it was so, it was interesting. They're like, oh, okay. Like, and it was just a testament to show like, there's a huge difference between, you know, people that can go maybe win every pretty much almost every game to pros. Like, it's just, you really saw it in that skill challenge, especially because I test all the maps. So, you know, and I'm I'm not very good at the game anymore. I don't have time to be good at this game. Um, but, you know, I'm better than the average. And to see them just, like, double your time, you're just like, wow, these guys are insane. Like, it's just, it was fun. That was a, such a fun event, and it was a really... I really hope they do more skill challenges like that. Um, you know, it, that was a that was just a fun event to watch, and I felt like anyone that even that may, maybe not enjoy watching competitive could enjoy that and understand it. Um, uh, so, anyway. yeah, yeah, I very much a- agree. Um, and in case anyone listening doesn't know what the All Star <laughs> event was, so it was four maps. I want to say, yeah, y- yes, yes, there, there was, was four, an yeah. aim course, there was an edit course, there was a crank course. What was the last yeah. one? There was, and then it was hold the llama. So you, um, it was like a three v three, and you kind of, if you had the llama, you would get points and you would protect them. Um, and you know, it was like I think it was a time limit. After a few minutes, whoever had the most points wins. But it was, okay. it was actually highly competitive. It was like a big circle map. I don't know if you remember. Um, but yeah, yeah, that, that was all stars, man. That was a, that was a fun. I missed that event. Yeah, I hope we get to do something like that again. I mean, there's plenty of opportunity just to showcase, like you just mentioned, showcase how good these players are because 
yeah. your regular player could hop in those maps and go test their time and you'd be like oh my god i am nowhere close to what benji fishy did or you know name whoever won those events that were crushing it and i think most yeah. of them were less than a minute and I, like i i went and tried i was like okay let, let me see not, yeah not even close dude and that was it that was crazy that it was a it was a cool metric to see how your skill compared to a pro because there's you know you can't it's hard to you know without actually playing against them you know it's hard to to see that um man and somebody came out of that event and blew up and i'm i'm gosh i can't remember their name and it's gonna drive me nuts but man there was a really cool there was a dude that came out because he was smoking pro you didn't even hear, hear this guy and he was like on even like european servers on on west or something and he was just like beating people through edits it was wild i'll, I'll have to look him up but um anyway it was kind of that it just shows the show that there's just because you're a, don't have that pro title there are there's kids out there that are not crazy at this game yeah definitely um, um but they might not be good in actual comp though they're good <laughs> at editing or aiming right anyway Hey, they might not even be old enough to play comp. There's a lot of kids that just simply play creative and are absolutely absurd at the video game and then will jump in when they finally turn 13 and play comp, and it's like, oh, my goodness, I just got clipped by this child. Yep. Um, Dude, back then, too, you just remind me some of this, man. So people hated creators and creative, actually. Like, so maybe even some of the comps, and we got blamed for the sweats. <laughs> like i mean it's not our fault but no I absolutely mean, not <laughs> but i remember those days we were like there was some pros like it's it's all fortnite creative <laughs> like people just go in there and crank all day uh well anyway. for the longest time it was you had to play the actual battle royale in order to improve at the game and then there became all these training style of maps that allowed you to focus on specific aspects of the game rather than trying to recreate them over like a 20, 25 minute game. And just those rapid repeated cycles will help you improve so much faster because it's over and over and over again. You're getting to practice this within short periods of time as opposed to, you know, you play a game of Fortnite, you fight maybe 10 people throughout a game and that's going to take you 20 minutes, but you can go in one V one someone for an example. And in that same 20 minutes, you may be able to play 50 like games. So just that ability to practice definitely shot the skill ceiling up because there was so much more concentrated effort, which we didn't have within Fortnite. It was, you know, everyone just had to play the game and hope they were getting better. And now, like honestly the creative maps are so good that playing the game probably isn't the best thing to help you get better for the most part obviously you have to play uh to understand the whole battle royale principles and how other people react and whatnot but yeah i mean it is crazy you have probably single-handedly made a a decent bit of players a lot better at this game Uh, yeah um i mean so probably one of my most Famous maps for comp would be the Crank Simulator, um, which is used by Mr. Savage. Um, actually, Tifu used it before he quit left, and now he's no build. I mean, he used it back, you know, when he before he back, like right at the end of, he left uh, Fortnite. Um, I think even Ninja. There, there's a bunch of people 
and then like on the comps you like jerry there is um there's a bunch i have a whole there's a, there's a lot of people that have played um but it's just a it's just a map to go in and free build and at the time um now you know as if anybody's listening or know anything about creative to make a free build map is like the easiest thing in the world to make um now but when i made that map um we didn't have a lot of devices uh things that we had now um we didn't have tell like we didn't have teleport or we just got teleporters and and we didn't have anything that signaled in a mass like they're called mutator zones but basically they're a huge trigger that you can cover large areas if anyone walks in you can teleport them if you want or signal anyway um so like you could make the, you can make i'm i'm not helping myself at all but you could make <laughs> creative uh crank simulator I mean, I can make it probably 10 minutes now. Like, um, and back then it took a few days, right? Uh, anyway, that's, that's, uh, that map probably, you're right, has single-handedly made a lot of people um, really sweaty at building. Sorry. <laughs> My bad, guys. <laughs> so for you, I, I know you, you said you're working on a couple of projects, but what is, like, is this your full-time job? Is this what you do for a living? Yeah, so I've actually now I think I'm a, just over a year full time creator, um, but but not I probably wouldn't have never done this if I didn't have my creative business um, catalyst. So um, where I do projects as well um, for clients. So, um, but yeah, I do I do now do this full time, and um, you know I, I it was a it wasn't it wasn't like an overnight like i'm just gonna do this <laughs> and quit my job i have two kids a wife um so i actually had a i worked like 16 years in the um oil sector okay. um i had an insane really very good job a lot of time off um but it just at the end of the day man i i saw i saw creative just keep growing and i i knew that there's a huge future in this and I would regret not going full in. I, I was doing this. I even had projects, but I wasn't, you know, with another job where I worked freaking 84 hours a week. And then I had YouTube. I was trying to keep my content up and maps. It was just something I had to give. I, and, and I had kids, you know, my kids are young. They just, but I had a, I had one kid and one on the way. I was like, all right, this, it ain't going to happen if I don't do it now. So I, I jumped, man. Um, but that's not me saying go quit your job i had i've done this from day one uh of creative uh i've also you know i started with social media um first and then creative now and i think um especially more than ever now with discovery um social media is probably it, it is more important than actually being a good creator <laughs> um and, and which is kind of i mean it's kind of sad in one way but it's all about you can make the coolest map ever, but if you have no way to tell people, it's, it doesn't matter. So, um, especially right now in creative or in discovery to get your map, it's all based off. We don't actually know it's based off, but we just, you know, most of them is gonna be play time and plays, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, how do you do that? Yeah, have a nice audience, a nice social media presence, um, or make viral content, some crazy, do a crazy map. We see it all the time. People that don't have, you know, necessarily a good social media presence but they make something insane and their video will take off in social media and their maps we're like let's go play this map this looks cool so uh that's my advice for anyone listening right now i, I don't know if anyone asked for it but don't quit your day job <laughs> and think you're just going to become a fortnite creator and make bank because let me tell you that's um 
I don't know. I, I don't know the statistic I was going to say. He might have a better chance of becoming an NBA player, but um, <laughs> I, maybe not. But it's it's tough. It's a tough road. Was it? Could you have done it without brands jumping into the space? Because I feel like within the past, I don't. I want to say year and a half, or even more recently, there's been a lot of investments. Like I did, I casted a, a Hulu event that had a creative map built in it. And obviously you have a deal with uh, Epic for Legends Landing and there's all these now new brands trying to jump into the creative space. Like, is that the only way that this became full-time or were you able just simply based on plays and people using your code, would that have worked for you? Yeah, so I mean, um, that would have, I mean, I don't know if I would have, yeah, I mean, for me, that definitely helped. Like having brands come in, um, creative and and just that whole, um, you know, the metaverse. I mean, I think COVID really helped push that that agenda for um, companies, right? Um, go digital. But yeah, that that definitely helped my decision. Probably because of that reason is where I I didn't I felt a little safer to take that jump. But you know, a single man, not a family man with kids, but a single single man probably could have definitely you know just 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 as a creator a solo creator making you know my maps i could have i would have been okay you know not not rich by no means but i could have been fine i wouldn't have been hungry um but uh you know you know i guess i guess that's my answer that (laughs) being able to i can't tell you how much money i make or any of that stuff right so but yeah it's um it can be done there and there's some creators that are solo creators that are, are insanely successful um and make a lot of money but yeah the, the huge revenue source is your supported creator um um and, and it, it can it can lead to um some financial um independence for sure okay i was really surprised because for the longest time um i thought you guys like made something off of simply plays and then Don, when I spoke to him, was like, yeah, no. It's literally just people using your supported creator. Like, it's cool. You get more people using it if more people are playing the map. But yeah. it literally doesn't matter if you have a billion people playing your map if they're not using your code, which is interesting to me. And I believe one of the guys at Epic commented something that that's going to change with Creative 2.0. Is that yes, right? well... Yeah, so it's actually, um, oh my gosh, the Oracle. Why Why now you, you say it now, my main spray, uh, uh, Tim Sweeney actually said that. So the, okay. uh, the um, from Epic Games, he's the um, well CEO, founder, uh, said there will be new ways of monetization coming. Um, that's kind of all he said. We don't know what it's going to be. Um, but it definitely, you know, we need to definitely go towards more of the, like the Roblox uh, model or a little more better to, ways to monetize because the way that's monetized now um basically like especially in the start you would have to let's just use ninja as example but like you would have you'd watch ninja play you would go buy a skin on the bottom would say supporter creator you have to click that you'd have to freaking type in ninja say yes and then buy it, and then ninja would then receive five percent of whatever you paid uh, or bought right so if you bought a hundred dollars worth of skins or whatever you would get five dollars um and so you know that is still going that's how it still works except in creative um you know and if and i'm sure uh, 
there's if you've been in any maps there's two ways now to support a creator there's at the start of the game in the pregame lobby you'll see you know, you have a lot of people use chess things like that um i, I don't I think there's kind of a tricky way to trick kids into supporting you i don't like that but whatever i'm, I'm not i'm not judging anyone i don't care um but yeah you can support there and then now they have a support a creator button which you've you know, depending on what map you are, you're getting thrown in your face as well. It's just kind of ugly and kind of nasty, and it's uh, it's not the best way to... Um, unfortunately, though, that is our way to support. And so, again, you know, I I have buttons in places where there's high traffic. You got That's how you got to get get paid. You got to get paid, right? Um, yeah. uh, keep your maps going, updating. So, anyway, that's uh, that's the ways to currently get paid and definitely needs to change. I really hope, and, and it, it is going to change. I just don't know when, um, but like crank simulator for the first like year or two, I'd never made a dime. I didn't have any socials or anything. I just wanted people to go in and play and not like immediately. I didn't want any way. And um, you know, that, that map has a lot of plays, multi-million plays. So, you know, um, I lost a lot of money not not doing that, but I didn't care. Like it, that that map is. I want to go and to, it's a practice map. That's, that's what the, that's a, I, that idea of that map was. When I start Fortnite, that's the first thing I go in. I crank and get warmed up. I go do an aim or whatever and go play. Yeah, that's very interesting, and I understand why creators do it. Like I've also seen some threads on Twitter. Like the whole waiting sp space is essentially just yeah. to like plug the creator code sometimes it's not even necessary but at the same time like i like using the maps so if that is necessary in order to get good maps i'm completely fine with that you know it's almost like watching a 30 second ad before a good youtube video i, I accept taking 30 seconds out of my life if this helps support the person that made the content yeah. so I understand, and I hope it becomes easier for uh, you guys to monetize. And I've seen everything from like people monetizing different, like specific devices or pieces they've made in the game, selling those off. I don't know if that's even technically allowed, um, but it, there. I mean, it is allowed. I mean, we do it. I do it for my business. I mean, I'll, uh, even for projects, we'll, you know, there's people that are very talented at sculptures or lettering or whatever that can build, uh, maybe make music, music songs. They're very uh, specialized in those things. So, um, you know, if that's something I need for a map, you know, I'm, you know, some, some of these people do it for free even. Um, <laughs> but I, I, it doesn't matter what, what they say. I'm, I'm always, I will always pay uh, somebody for their work, their art, you know, that's, um, I think, I, you know, I don't, I'm pretty, uh, I don't know the legality on it, but I'm pretty sure, you know, if it's adults, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but yeah, yeah. It's the monetization is, it's been, it could be better in a lot of maps, depending on what they are. They still need that pregame lobby where you have to wait, but some don't, some maps that are popular, you can just jump in and, and play, but sometimes, you know, especially round based maps, like, especially like the first, the start of the game. You don't when that round starts you want to play with other players right you don't right. want just to potentially be you so you, you do want to give maybe a, a minute for people to join real quick so then you can play with them but i uh at all costs that it's a really good idea for creators too is you know especially in the new metric system for discovery i don't you know i think about how do i keep my player having the most fun i don't want them to ever think about i'm bored i want to leave so 
if if there's a time where they're waiting for 30 seconds that also could be a time they're like man i'm not let's just go try this you know i, I don't want that i want you to get in i want you to play immediately and have fun interesting so yeah. one of my biggest qualms with the discovery piece of creative is it is impossible to find maps like there's no inherent search feature if i wanted to like go into fortnite and find one of your maps i would need the code like there's pretty much no other way unless you're being broadcasted out by fortnite who will rotate through a solid chunk of maps but again yeah. there's probably way too many for most people to go through um i really wish there was some sort of search feature and then also some sort of like lobby hosting feature. So you could uh, search for a specific map or you can go into like this list and, and you can narrow it down by region, you know, a bunch of filters and just see like these are the games getting hosted. I want to join this one. Boom. All right. Awesome. I'm in. Um, yeah. Because I, I play a lot of Warcraft 3 custom games still and yeah. they have such a nice custom game feature that. I wish could be implemented obviously like now that game came out probably 2018 years ago something like that yeah. so there's 20 matches going on at one point across the world whereas if what i just mentioned happened the number of lobbies that would be open across the world in fortnite i don't even want to guess um do you have like any thoughts on the whole discovery process oh. and ways that you know, someone like myself, if I wanted to find a map, I could do it more easily. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I have, I definitely have thoughts on discovery. Um, it, it definitely needs some work. It's still, I don't know, it's a year old now. Um, so we've, as a community have asked for a search, um, before discovery came out, like, obviously, you know, we want a way to, um, to find a map, which, in that era, there's actually websites that came out to actually search for maps. Um, so there are websites out there currently that is actually probably the the easiest way to find a map. And you can even search by creator or, you know, um, category, whatever, and you can find your map um, and get your code. But then again, you got to go over back to Fortnite and paste. Definitely the search function is very well needed. It just recently, a few months ago, though, added categories where you could you know look for practice racing um you know uh action whatever there's a bunch of different categories you can now and and then you kind of get the top you know it'll it's still though it's just not very intuitive 100 percent agree on that um there you know i don't want to complain without giving input and it, it's tough it's tough it's tough to give input i mean I, I really like netflix i think they've done what um very uh, very well with their categories and getting new maps or new v movies in and have little things like oh this is the top 10 map or sorry top 10 <laughs> video right oh mm -hmm. that catches your eye or stuff stuff like that i think i really hope they take more of that model which they kind of have a little bit but um and stick that in there um, they they're also changed the categories a lot in discovery, which I think it's cool to rotate maps and all that stuff, but they're just, it's a hard target for a map creator. It's a lot of luck based right now. Um, and even if you do get in that category and you get your map up there and, and, and trending in that site, it's, it's short lived or the category gets removed or they like move it way down where you got to scroll like 10 pages to find it. And it's just, it, 
it's kind of weird because um this actually just happened to me so there was a call out i put a map in and got accepted it was great you know everyone's excited you're in a you know a special creative call out but they what they did is they accepted like a lot of maps so what intention happened is instead of you know there have been eight or ten maps in that tab there was a bunch and then what happens is you only get like five plays ten plays not much which is you know don't get me wrong when i was first starting that sounds amazing 10 plays right but like if you're getting featured and you're in the front page of discovery you know this shouldn't you should you know get a few hundred get people actually on your map because actually at five or ten plays it does you know it doesn't doesn't do anyone good because that's over the day so like when i go into that map i'm gonna be like no one's here to play like i don't i'm out i don't i want to play with people right um that's why i'm in there so anyway, they've they've since changed some things, and I just the point of that was they're just there's just too many choices. When there's just too many choices, it's just it, it's actually not good. It dilutes dilutes the player base. Um, there's there's uh, you know I don't have all the answers or what I think should be done, but there's definitely um, I hope they find a happy medium. I think um, yeah yeah it's it's got some work, <laughs> uh, but it's. <laughs> It's, it's interesting. I will say, look, the best thing to do right now, though, is when you find a map you love to play, there's a little heart on the top right of your screen. Just click it, save it, and there's a little tab up there, My Library. And that's that's the best way to, you know, get to your maps quick. Um, I love that feature. Yes. It, it definitely saves me. Like, the maps that I regularly use all favorited, and I'll use those. Um, and... One thing you mentioned is like you join a map and no one else joins. Like I'm never going to actually even get to play the map the way it was intended. Um, yep. There was a MOBA style of uh, Fortnite creative map. So it was, I think it was like 10v10, 8v8, something like that. Four lanes, five lanes. You try and, you know, get to the end, destroy the person's base. That was really cool. I was able to play with, like, some people in my community. But I would have loved to be able to jump into that map, play the proper amount of people, and try it out. Granted, I, I think we were playing it a little too early. It seemed a little bit bugged. Um, but uh. gave the person the feedback. Hopefully, they've made some changes, and now it's better. And another one. So I'd love to get your thoughts. I love, like, tower defense games. And there's this guy, I think his name's Pterodactyl or something similar. He makes a, uh, not a tower defense because you're not building towers, but it's like a, a zombie defense game where there's just like a line of zombies that come through and you get to mow them down. I played yeah. that game a ton by myself and like that guy has been constantly updating it. I've had a couple of conversations about how he could make it better, but no one plays it. Like it's literally, I've tried, it's, it's a two person map. I've yeah. tried a couple of times, you know, just search and not play a private game. No one joins me. It's a little upsetting. Um, yeah. but all that to be said, if I could host a lobby and then someone see that and it's like, boom, all right, cool. I'm joining. Let's yep. go. Uh, yeah. Fortnite I creative is the future. Like straight up. That is going to be the long term way that Fortnite stays around forever because there will forever be something to do um, sorry i cut you off there no you didn't no you didn't you no yeah 100 percent. you're not wrong there's it's already they they've said that 50 over half the player base now plays creative um which is insane um 
And back to that map you're talking about, I actually know exactly. Man, I know Terry. He's a, a very talented creator. He actually, um, he showed, first showed that map on my showcase. I do a stream where I show off creators' maps. Um, we just go through their maps, and uh, they got a few minutes to show me their map. And anyway, it's fun. But he showed that map to me, and that I remember seeing that map. I was like, oh, "This map is insane, dude! Like you, yeah. uh, you crushed it. The mechanics were tough. That's a tough." mechanics mechanically matt it's a and i'm not saying that correctly but anyway you get what i'm trying to say it's very intensive um he, he did a great job and i want to say it got featured i hope it got featured it should have been featured but it's uh um it, it was a fun map and what you're doing though and anyone listening giving feedback is huge and any creator listening if you're get feedback don't get all freaking upset and like well this is the blah, 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 blah. just say thank you this person took played your map and then took time other day to find you which some is not easy and then to report you know their input that to me is the most valuable thing as a creator so dude thank you for doing that on maps and anyone listening please you know obviously don't say hey like I will say this though, as a creator, you will get those. Your map sucks, or something. You know, like you get those haters, right? So there, we we do get a little. I could see sometimes why you get defensive, but I don't look at it like that. That's uh, it's always um, it's always nice when you get that kind of feedback. So thank you. You're welcome. I always try and like lead with, "Hey, love playing your map. Uh, I noticed like this happened. Don't know if it's intended. Just wanted to let you know." And like sometimes people will ask for it right if i see a, a twitter post about hey i just made this map like let's try it out if you have any feedback i think uh finest with his 1v1 realistics mm -hmm. is always asking like okay what could i do better or change so those yeah. are things that definitely are helpful because creative it has bugs and there's constant updates to the game which makes it change i didn't realize how often you guys had to update maps just to keep them running properly um until i it's, spoke to don so well and and don's map he's got a lot going you know for that specific map there's a lot going on and it, it just depends you can control that as a creator though um if you're very good with your housekeeping you're very good um you know minimizing your mechanics um you can help that out a lot um you know me being working from the beginning of creative i've I've had, you know, but I'm going to be honest in a lot. You'll hear, you know, I'll, I'll probably get, you know, in trouble or, you know, the, the community may hate me for saying this, but the bugs we've had lately aren't that bad. And we have so many things. We have so many other devices or so many other ways to like, you know, maybe that device or this isn't working. We can, we can still do it, but we got to do it this way or go back the old school way to do it. Right. Like I've just been around the scene so much that like these problems are nothing. I mean, back, back in the day, they would straight up like, you actually back in the day, this is how bad it was when you updated your map you had a, you got a brand new map code like hmm. your old code didn't like it worked it was just on the broken map now so you're you know you're going to bhe's 1v1 map right let's just say that's the map you play every day like well to get the new guns and new updates like you're not going to get it unless you're following me on socials and i tell you what the brand updated code is right so it's like you know now we just published and it's on that same code like we have it so much easier than back in the day um but if we you know it is frustrating especially you know i have a lot of different maps now and so when one when one thing breaks i gotta go fix it in all other maps you know it, it does get time consuming and and any update day 
you know, I, I, I remember update day, like Christmas, you know what I mean? Where you're like, <laughs> yes, dude, all new content. Like, this is going to be fun. Um, I can't wait to play. And now I'm like, uh Oh, please just nothing breaks. So I can go play the new season. <laughs> like I want to check it out. Like, nah, it's, um, look, there's, you know, there's such a, everyone's know about Fortnite, um, or unreal, you know, Fortnite or creative 2.0 has been teased saying it's supposed to come out even later on this year. So, um, you know, it's bug bug related wise. I'm, you know, I'm, um, I'm just hoping, you know, in the new system that, that, that will be a lot less, um, and it should, it should be right. And it, it's hard to complain right now because we know they're working on a whole new system. So. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a part of the job. It really is. You gotta, you got that. That's what makes a good creator, you know. And that's that's you gotta know how to adjust and fix your map quickly, and and how to fix it, and and and, and like just know five different ways to do the same same fix, right? So we come a long way, man. We used to pick guns off off the ground before our zone <laughs> wars. So uh, no thing. Yeah, man. It's it's been. It's 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 been crazy crazy ride and it's like it's just getting started man it's it's in it's in its infancy like Roblox is like fourteen something like ten plus years old you know Creative is but Fortnite's turning five right now isn't it Yeah they just put out like the fifth anniversary post I think Dude I remember getting the back bling and eating the cake for year one What happened man Like what We're happened? getting old That's I what's guess. happening. Dude, I gotta put my hat on backwards so I like, can stay relevant. I look, look <laughs> hang out with the young. <laughs> no, man. Uh, I know I got a lot. My face, my my, uh, you know, skin products have definitely increased, man. I'm like, I got wrinkles here. This sucks. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, we're getting old, dude. Five five years is nuts. So, but creative is like four years, maybe, and not even that. So, yeah, it's so we're still so early um so many things are gonna change or, or get crazy i mean it's about to be you know a legit editor to make games um you know hope, hopefully <laughs> we don't really know what we're getting yet but i i assume it's gonna be better than what we have now and what we have now we can do pretty crazy things but yeah the tools keeps getting better and better and then they've increased it to 60 people i saw you tweet out they increased it to 100 people allowed in lobbies yeah so about oh, that was that not <laughs> no no it's a thing it's, it's okay. actually happened so it's cool um i will be honest you'll probably i'm trying to think joy roya drea you've probably seen a 40 player zone wars map i think is the max I've seen, I mean, you've probably seen more, but an actual, I'm talking about popular maps that keep a player base. I think the map, the highest I've seen is 40 players, okay. but there's a reason. It's just it, the more players you add, especially built, build, um, if there's building involved in your maps, it really is causes a lot of stress. I mean, it's, it's, it's just like, you know, end game in BR, right? You know, your, your ping is going up, you know, like it's just, you give you, you plan for it. So it's, it's just like creative when you're, when you have that many people in a small confined space, it's really tough. So you, one, you have to make the map basic. You have to have like very little mechanics, nothing built in them to, to even hold 40 players. So, you know, hundred players is, is crazy, but not like, here's the biggest issue with, with, with these bigger, um, uh, you know, number. I actually was part of a beta group for to test 50 players when it came out, when they were doing that a few, a year or so ago, but, um, it's 
testing with that many people. If you don't have an, an audience, how are you going to test a hundred player map? You yeah. Know, how, how do you, you can't, you can't. Right. So, and you got to, like, I, I, I know all my limitations for, you know, 20 to 30 players, you know, how to set things up. Things change. The more players you have, things change. Timing changes depending on um, how you build uh, your game mode. So a hundred, I can, I can't, I'm doing this every day and I can't fathom how to make a game. I, I, I can, I, I could make one and I would, you know, I could, I actually thought about making one just because it'd be funny or fun. Um, but it's wild. Now, 100 players is, uh, it's just showing you, though, that, you know, it's a little foreshadowing, I think, what what's to come. And um, I'm, you know, maybe one day you can actually legit build your own BR map and it run hopefully would run as good as, you know, have hopefully the server capacity to run just you know, and, 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 I, and I say as good as BR, and I hear I know people would laugh at that statement. <laughs> they would say it could be a lot better, right? Um, but I mean, I it, that would be a dream if I could get ping, you know, a map like that with that many players to that ping. Yeah, and one thing that comes to my mind immediately when you say that is we could essentially customize the loot pool. You know, players, you can control that all now as opposed to like everyone just puts in a custom code cues into like an arena game when playing scrims and competitive. So if there was a custom map where you could literally make the loot pool, make everything and it simulated anything you want it to, right. You don't even have to make it exactly like the actual game. That would be really cool and super helpful for like the competitive community. But like you said, I think we're, we're still a ways off from being able to put, 100 people in the map i think og lucky had like a zone wars that was 40 people and it was not good oh it was good but buggy but and that's what i was trying to say so and i said droid but i think oh his is 30 yeah i was thinking of of that map you just talked about that creator lucky and yes i it's very laggy man it's it's and it's not on him necessarily i think he's he's probably done a good it's, it's, it's a basic in, in its form, I, and I'm not trying to be mean, but you have to make that a map like that basic because it it will get worse. Like you can't add any crazy features in that because um, it's going to even be more laggy. If loading 40 players is it's a tough tough thing, but um, the fact that he's keeping player base in that is that's that's a good sign um, though. And hopefully, as things get better, um, we'll start seeing more maps like that and better practice. Um, maps and more br specific practice on new pois i mean how cool would it be if we can literally just like the new pois come out let's say for the br and i'm at we can go in creative and just have it either is there we have the prefabs made we throw it down throw a zone you can practice end zone in that look you know in different locations like like that and 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 really get that that practice and you could select what gun you want to practice so um, say you really want to get good at the, you know, the new Evo Chrome weapons, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to practice that the new AR, I want to practice that shotgun. Um, and so I actually kind of do that in infinite zone wars. You can pick two weapons that you, you can be RNG or you can actually pick two weapons that you want to practice with what shotgun you want or what SMG and AR. And then everything else is, is RNG off top of that, but you can really define and get, get your practice on your gun, not, not relying on RNG to, to try to practice with it like a lot of zone like all zone wars basically you know you you 
some of them a lot of them you can start picking they've started being able to pick your shotgun at mm -hmm. least um but yeah anyway it's uh the future is going to be wild man I, I i know it i know it and, and players are going to get you know maybe they're going to stop saying create stop blaming creative for all the sweat <laughs> it's going to be the, <laughs> whatever this the new uh, well i guess it would be built in creative so we're still gonna get blamed but it's okay and just to clarify i don't think the map is bad like it's just the server capacity can yeah. only handle so much just to clarify that um because yeah, no, no. <laughs> we, we saw Fortnite even have to like increase storm surge i guess decrease the amount of players in the base br so if they're trying to figure things out i can only imagine what it's like on your side but um i wanted to ask you because you do the creator showcase um mm -hmm. and probably see more maps than most people what is the favorite map that you haven't made yet um that you've seen okay so let me let me get this straight so what's my favorite map that i haven't made yet? yes well i just ignore the yet i don't know why yeah, what's yeah, the yeah, favorite yeah. map that you've seen that you haven't made Ooh, that's an interesting question um well so i mean i love i love, I, I tend to lean towards more comp based maps ah man i've made a lot of maps <laughs> i'm trying to think man I'm, what game mode i haven't made um, but I know you said don't think. So what's my favorite map currently? Um, wow, I, I'm blanking right now. I mean, I, I haven't played a lot of recently a lot of maps, but I mean, I've I've jumped into like, um, like the iHeart experience. I I thought I mean I've actually I've made a similar experience, but I thought that was it was really cool. I love how. We're just seeing these new experiences. So iHeart's like a like they're having concerts and all these other things, and um, they're it's made by my friends actually, um, Atlas. Um, they're a great team, um, but they they crushed that project. I thought they did really well. So I thought that was a cool cool map, but like Valhalla, which is done by Sven. I thought I have not made a map like that, but it's a you know zombie open world type map that um, he's a very talented he's a creator, and he he crushed that map. It was it was really aesthetically and gameplay wise was was next level um team power is another big big um they're always they just made a destiny map um okay. and it was done really well um so look i mean i like i'm a i can't it's you can't it's like it's like asking which one of your kids is your favorite right like it's just like it depends what day <laughs> uh, yeah i know i put you on the spot but yeah you did see i got now three maps that i need to check out in as opposed to one so thank you okay um yeah. we are at over an hour and cool. i know you mentioned you wanted to ask me some questions so yes fire away okay yeah dude i i meant to ask him during this interview we gave like waited till the end but yeah like i'd never heard your i've listened to the podcast um um, I'm certain guest, but I wanted to, how did you get into casting? Like, how did that story happen? Like, um, so like my career started as a writer covering competitive Fortnite. I've always been interested since like pre world cup days. Fall skirmish is when I really started like following it. But I want to say in the lead up to world cup is when I got fully sucked in to like, this is freaking awesome i want to yeah. be a part of this so then i wrote for probably three years started making my own youtube content and one day i get a comment 
on one of my videos like hey we're doing a community uh tournament would you want to cast this I'm like what <laughs> I, i've never casted anything before and it, it was this random um like smaller community event i think there was 30 people in the lobby so it wasn't even big it was regular pubs and like i did it i had fun and i was like damn okay this could be something that i actually do and so then after that another person reached out to me to do an event then i started getting paid to do them and when it really hit was dreamhack reaching out to me and they're like hey we want to pay you to cast one of our events and like they had already been going on and i was seeing like shio aussie bala uh monster on there i was like no way am i gonna get to do this so i did did that for about a year with them and then last about yeah about this time last year uh, i got hit up by epic games to do a couple of days to fill in on na west because uh, kelly was out so then able to do that um and they had me as an analyst which is something I, i've always thought my skill set fit more because mm. i'm more analytical and the casting didn't come as naturally to me that's something i've really had to work on especially my voice inflection and all that stuff because i can be monotone at times and i, I know that now i didn't at first um and you know then next season i was asked to be a part of the na east broadcast was the analyst for two seasons on na east um yeah and then i've just been pretty much taking whatever comes my way working on it and i gotta give a shout out to uh shio and bala uh and monster as well uh because especially shio and monster i didn't realize how much effort it took to become a good caster um you can know the game i know the game very well but communicating that to people saying what needs to be said and understanding how to say certain things to engage the audience actually make people care and use your voice in the right way is something that until i spoke to those two and understood the effort they put in i i didn't really appreciate dude it's an it's an insane skill i think i mean it's definitely a i mean you have to practice i'm sure i mean you have it's not like a i mean you've i've you've all seen or you've done it before like remember back in the day this is what i relate to is like your friends you'd play squads or whatever and whatever game but you're you died right and then you're but you play the analyst you know you play yeah. the, the analyst or whatever you know what i mean like dude let's hard like go ahead and try that tonight that's insanely hard to do to to, to keep talking for 25 minutes possibly you know and, and stay relevant in the game and and what, what you're talking about so no man i've always been you know just growing up watching you know sports and stuff it's it's always been interesting and i didn't you know no one tells you about that career path or like even how to get into it or or, or what but like it just i thought it was very interesting how was seeing the new um uh fncs stage like the new casting stage because when i saw that the first time i was my jaw was on the floor so they recorded us like they had us close our eyes and then open and see it and i think they wanted a reaction but in my head i was just like oh my god like i'm just i couldn't say anything i was just sitting there like <laughs> and they're like asking me questions 
I, I couldn't get words out, right? It was really cool because I started doing this in COVID. So this entire time I've just been like we are now, a, a box on yeah. a screen and it's never felt real. I did like one or two other in-person events before then, but they were much smaller like scholastic or collegiate events that were, mm. you know, maybe a thousand people at most. So getting to go into the massive studio, it was an unreal experience because to me, like you, I've always watched people like the ESPN studios, watching people like Al Michaels and now Tony Romo, like crushing it. Jim Nance is another one that I love. Um, I've always appreciated those people because there's certain people I don't like to listen to. So, you know, having that whole experience of I've been watching sports my whole life, seeing these people. And then now I get to go into what I can only imagine is like a multi-million dollar studio and get to do something myself. It just didn't feel real. Um, Still doesn't feel real that I got to do that. If I'm being honest with you. Dude, I was, that was insane. I, I thought it was cool, man. It was it was a nice change because you're right. I mean, all the casters, all the events you watch, it's been you know from their living or wherever they stream from. So it's kind of cool to see that back and and the reveal of the, of that stage. I was like, oh my god, um, very very cool, man. Have you been to the? I'm gonna say this. There's I think it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's in Massachusetts, and they have like they set up a real like like the tnt studio basically they okay. have there you sit at the desk and it's a thing like there's a person and you actually you have to say read these lines of the prompter they record you like it's a it's a whole thing and you get to feel like what it is to be a caster basically in the thing and oh my gosh like i you know i i talk i you know if you're a, a social media presence like you talk all the time on camera it's like you don't and even i at that when all the lights are on you and there's a huge camera and there's a stage like it's a different it's way different than what you, like just sitting here right like how did you was it more nervous was it more well were you like like how was yes. that transition yeah uh, yeah so day one um because even doing fncs for the first time like first day or two i was definitely nervous and you could probably go back and watch the vods now that i've told you that and you could yeah. you could see it um But, like, who wouldn't be? You know, this is something that I've tried to do and wanted to do for the longest time. I think it's only natural. But then we go into studio, like, this is a brand new thing. I have no on-camera training. I I have nothing other than, like, I can look at a camera. I can talk to you and understand all that stuff. Um, But in studio, it's, it's all different. You know, there's this massive space, and you have to navigate that. You now have to worry about everything below this you know because normally yeah. i'd cast in sweatpants or shorts and now i have yeah. to like actually dress nicely um and day one in the studio i slipped up and forgot what i was gonna say and i like you can't even tell i went back and watched it you can't even tell that i was like freaking out but i was yeah. freaking out i was uh, like oh no everyone just heard me screw up like i, I just fucked up big time yeah. on this stage it's all over um and then from there on out i i was so focused and in my own head that yeah. until we finished that first segment i was messed up and then afterwards uh, i said to like vivid and adam they're like bro you were fine like i don't, I don't know what you're talking about so you build these things up to much worse in your head than they actually are yeah 
no for, for sure we've all had that like in a speech or something where you're just like uh you've lost your train of thought and you're just like and then it, like the, that feeling of panic when it's gone and you're just like people are looking at you and then oh that's the worst man that's the worst yeah. uh but it cascades it, too yeah what's that sorry I... it, it cascades too because oh, then yes, like yes. you're just thinking about that more and then you screw up again and it, yeah it's it's not fun but after that experience and then i went back and watched it i learned that the only one who that knows that i screwed up is myself so yeah. just forget it and keep moving and you'll be fine yeah yeah hey like you're probably I mean, nine times out of ten you know it's usually no one's gonna notice but yourself um but yeah, live. That's a tough man. That's that's wild. Like I, I, yeah. I coot hats off, man. And Thank you. Um, and are so are you going? You're gonna? Are you heading to the Invitational this year? Um, I won't be working it. I, I live in Raleigh, so I'll, I'll be there as a spectator, enjoying yeah. it. Um, I I think that would be like the ultimate goal is to work like a big LAN event, but not this time yeah and it, it wasn't even about working my bad like yeah, 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 you're, yeah. So you're going okay yeah i'm gonna i'm i'm going too man I'm, this is my first i didn't get to go to world cup so uh yeah did you go yeah i did what you got I, to go to that that's yeah, like I was in woodstock <laughs> um i actually got to sit right next to booga's parents when he won which what? So you're on camera <laughs> i am you can find me there's um like a reaction and i'm sitting like three seats away from them and i had no idea until like probably game four or five like these people are starting to go nuts i'm like yeah. okay this is clearly his parents <laughs> but i had a press pass and i was sitting there with my computer typing away writing up my article um and i i am kicking myself because i should have just asked his parents for like a comment at the time yeah. or taking a video but yeah it was i love either but yeah, yeah. You should have pulled out like a mic and just started commentating right there <laughs> for them. <laughs> that was before I even like thought about commentating oh, okay. on stuff. Yeah, dude, that whole exp that put I know we're time. I know we're time. So, but that that whole experience, you know, you probably had this problem. But when gaming, like trying to tell your parents there's a path in gaming for to make money, it's like the hard, especially back when you know when i was a kid there that wasn't a conversation like that was video games ruin you know rod your brain right yep and i think what what booga did and i don't know if this was ever realized but it you know that made news that he, this gamer just won a million dollars or how many million right three like, million yes three million dollars and it was everywhere and i remember where i worked was with a bunch of you know you know uh had to be trying to be politically correct, but elderly gentlemen. Um, and they were just baffled. I could see their freaking heads spinning like, what? This dude just played a video game and made $3 million. And I, <laughs> I, I swear, like, and that ninja was popping off too at that time. I, I got, I, I've said his name way too many times, but he, like, I remember like that, those, those two things helped the gaming community in more ways than I think any of us will understand that it actually like, like there's colleges now like giving scholarships for Fortnite. like i don't know about Fortnite yet maybe there is but like there, there's a couple okay so dude that's that's crazy <laughs> that is yeah. insane man um you know that's it's just it's it's a cool thing and i i really i'm i love to see it i love to see it and uh you know the future is just going to be even crazier 
Yeah, we're in like the infancy stage of yeah. esports and and gaming. Even though it's been around, like you said, when I was younger, it was get off the Xbox, go play with your friends outside, do something with your life. And like at the time, I didn't appreciate that, but now looking back at it, thank you. I probably shouldn't have played as many video games as I did. <laughs> so thank you to my parents. Um yeah. but now like both you and I have created a career out of video games and both very different in their own paths so there yeah. is infinite amount of opportunity right now and just trying to find out what you're good at is really important because for me like you i worked in like a corporate job i don't know if you worked in corporate but oil oh, sector very okay corporate. Yes. yeah so five years doing like corporate work and a couple of jobs i, I loved some were absolutely miserable and now i get to do this stuff and call the job it's unbelievable yeah. so i am yes. forever grateful you probably yeah, and maybe we wouldn't be as grateful if it was just like you know we didn't have those jobs or have that that path to get here but yeah it's it's wild man it's been a fortnight like i mean who would have guessed how many jobs would have come from it <laughs> like it's it's wild that how many people have made insane careers out of a video game um it's wild I, I love it i love it um i i never thought when i played fortnite i'd i would be able to pay my bills with <laughs> with a game right um so i mean not necessarily playing the game but making games within it so um yeah it's cool man it is definitely cool and i think that's a, a perfect way to end this yeah. um leave it on that nice wonderful note but thank you so much for joining me yeah. man i I really appreciate it. This has been one of my favorite conversations so far. So thank you. Uh, right. So quick rack up, wrap up favorite Fortnite skin. All right, Monica. That's easy though. That's my main. So moniker. Okay. Uh, that's easy. Uh, easy. Where does immature gamer come from? That the gamer tag. Okay, that is a weird. You know, I know we're trying to wrap up. I'm gonna be as short <laughs> as possible. Like it's. I don't know. Like I made that. Like my first gamer tag was Matt, Matt, my name. Like, so it was like, I had like <laughs> an OG name I should have kept in for Xbox, but immature gamer. I think it was just kind of like, I wanted to take the stigma out of gaming, like the immaturity part of it. You know, I, I started that like six years, it was six years ago when I did my YouTube, but that's just me. I'm just kind of like, I just have fun. I don't really care. Like I just mess around. So I just, I don't think take things too seriously. So I think, I think that's where that comes from. But uh, immature gamer is just a way too long gamer tag when in a in a space now where you know when you want people to search you in social media, think about that. Don't don't immature. Also, for some people, is a tough word to spell. <laughs> so just shout out for every people like pick a three letter name. Like, dude, SBG is perfect. <laughs> like that's very smart. Yeah. I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna take SBD. I'm changing my name. <laughs> Somebody's dad. You can steal uh -oh. that one. Well, I was thinking of Silent But Deadly. Oh, but. okay. <laughs> that could stay on brand a little bit, right? <laughs> hey, whatever know. you want to do. But um, okay. lastly, uh, tell everybody where they can find you and uh, what you got coming up recently or in the future. Okay, yeah. Uh, Twitter. If you look up Immature Gamer on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, you'll find me. I um, And what I got coming up, uh, I can't really project wise i can't talk about it unfortunately but um definitely 
would look uh if, if i don't know how to more say this but yeah definitely keep an eye on uh, legends landing um for uh you know a as per usual we we do keep that map updated that's all i can say on that um but personal map wise you know my um infinite zone wars honestly if as a practice one of the best practice it's like a, a respawn late game but it is very tailored towards performance so give that a shot if you want um and you can find those map codes um from my, my socials as well so that man thank you thank you thank you for having me i appreciate it. it was a fun conversation for sure awesome awesome you're welcome thank you for joining that i appreciate it and it was fun um not just saying that for the podcast so yeah. <laughs> um definitely check him out immature gamer on everywhere or immature on youtube um you can find his maps you can find his tutorials help you out uh definitely a valuable person to follow if you like competitive maps um or you like to learn about creative stuff because you're always retweeting sharing things about creative as well and it helps me learn because i'm <laughs> not fully in there so thank you no um, problem if you guys have any questions, comments, complaints, want to tell me I'm awesome, you can DM me on Twitter at somebody's gun or leave a comment down below on the YouTube video if you guys are still here. Really appreciate you watching. It is about an hour and a half, so thank you so much. I appreciate it. Y'all have a great day, and we will see you next time.